Hello and welcome to the Intermatch Reaction, as always live from the Hot Walk, Everton 2, Burnley 0. Um, it, it, was a, it was one of them games really, I think, the first half, Burnley flipped us round, made us kick towards the Gladys in the first half and it almost reversed the trends of the way our games have gone at home where we, we, we dispatched them in the first half, second half, for me it was a bit of a non-event Mills the first time really professionally we've done something in the first half and control the game in the second half really pleasing for me I haven't seen that for a while and some listeners may say listen there's a game that I'm forgetting about it but first half it was so professional it was like we knew what we were doing it was like down the right hand side Seamus Coleman Charleston brilliant left hand side Bernard didn't you? brilliant again Calvert-Lewin workhorse I really wanted Calvert-Lewin to score tonight and again he hasn't so questions will be asked but First half, so professional. And second half, well, we, we killed the game. And, and why not kill the game? You know, we're, we're 2 0 first half. Good teams do that. And we've, we've, we've gone with, again, a whisker now of European football. We need results to go our way. And if you go our way, we're back in with a shout, aren't we? Well, at the time of speaking, Wolves are a point ahead of us. They've obviously got to play tomorrow against uh, Fulham. If they win that game, it, it's, it's over. You know, they're, they're in Europe now. We had a little bit of a debate before before we come on we come on here about whether Europe's right for Everton, whether it's not. My original position was that Europe isn't right for Everton. I changed as as the momentum started to build, and having watched that now, having watched that game tonight, having watched the togetherness, looking at the way we're going in terms of the direction of the, the players, the manager, the, the fans are behind them. It's quite a tight knit squad. I, I'm leaning towards whether. It might not be right for us. In any case, it's just great to see a side that are, that are filled with confidence, playing good football, enjoying playing at Goodison. That's now the last five games. That's eight goals scored, non-conceded, against Burnley, Chelsea, Arsenal, United and Liverpool. Four, uh, five of the top seven from last season. That's, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? Regardless what I think or you think, that team on Europe, you can tell Marco Silva came out this week and said we want European football and that team played like it tonight we, we had to go and beat Burnley to put the pressure on Wolves they went and done it in the first half there was no messing around Everton as a club needs European football listen if fans don't want it fair enough I respect that Everton Football Club needs European football they just do we need to be in a market for players who want to look at that team and say listen I want European football this season we need players of that calibre. We just do, and you can't you can't attract them unless you're in that European football game. You can't do it. It is an instant match reaction. We're actually joined by a couple of the other lads tonight. We're joined by more than a couple. Gazers, Gazers sitting on the outside. Not sure about it, but we got Pricey and, and Davia, and and, and Pricey's a, a, another advocate, I suppose, of of non-European football next season. Pricey, what do you make it tonight? And and why do you not want European football next season? I thought tonight, same as what I agree with you, Judge. I thought Goodison's a different place lately. I think the fans are enjoying the football more. I think they're on the onside a little bit more than they used to be. And I enjoy that, and the players sort of feed off that as well. First half, again, we played well. I don't think I think Burnley have got... It's, it's an horrible saying, but they've got the flip-flops on. They know they're safe. They go, the summer's coming, it's Friday night. I don't really think they were up for it as much as they could have been. But then I also agree, first half... Played well, second half, we controlled the game, game management, seen it out easy. In terms of Europe, personally, I don't think it's right for us this season. We're a new team, it's, it's, it's Silver's first year in Silver's first year in charge. I think get, get, get this season good, you know, 
it hasn't been a great season. We've had ups, ups and downs. Last probably six to twelve weeks, we've seen this the team he wants. He wants to progress. The team he wants to, to see out there um, in terms of how we're playing, in terms of the lineup. So I think another season. Well, sorry, this season not in Europe. Next season, build on it and trying to bring in a new, a few new players who can who can add to the team. Get rid of some deadwood and hopefully next season go for Europe. That's my opinion. I just think it's a bit too early for us. I think it could kill us off. Having Europe on a Thursday, playing on a Sunday next season, between September and Christmas, might kill us off. I'd rather have a good, strong run in the, in the league and then aim for Europe at the end of next season for me. Couldn't have put it any better myself, to be honest. Obviously, we've got Dave here as well, and there's another another topic or another player, I should say, who's slightly dividing opinion on the table, and, and that's Bernard. I mean, for me... Bernard's had a good game again. He's done okay. He's had flashes. He gets involved. Dave, you're a massive fan. You think that Bernard was man of the match tonight? Give us, give us your case. I think Bernard's our best player. I think um, the best chance we've got to get in Europa League football is having players like Bernard, Richardson, Gomez, Garnagay. There are, there are Zuma maybe as well. There are, there are show ponies of the team. All right, we got. You might want to dot in a few workers around them, but there are be, there are top Dinier. players. Yeah, they include Dinier and Coleman in that as well. But you agree? Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? There are top quality players. So what are we? What what are we going to do? These players, what are we playing? All right, they might not get it. We're not, we're not a Champions League team. Not a Champions League team, but we want to be playing in the Europa League next season. They want to be on that on that European stage, so we can. At least we charge for something because, all right, fair enough. We might be in the FA Cup, but what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, might be charging for now for a cup of some sort, but we want to be in it. And next, we're going to finish seventh and get in that Europa League. Next season, finishing seventh might not get in that Europa League. Finishing sixth might not get in that Europa League. So we've got to take this with both fans. We're in it next season and try and win it. I suppose the next step, in my opinion and in everyone's opinion, whether it's Europa League, it's a trophy, in it? We need a trophy as a club and I suppose your argument, Mills, European football offers another opportunity of a trophy and maybe some success. Well, it is because this team needs European football and, listen, I respect Pricey, I respect you for saying that you don't want it right now and the team's infancy, but look, come on, it's Evan. Let's, let's go and get in Europe. Let's go and have a crack at it. Why not? Why are we so small to say, listen, let's let's peg back, let's peg back being the season and not go for next season? Why why peg back? Why not go for it this season? Listen, it's seventh, fine. If we get seventh this season, it's European football. It's not the best finish in the world, but it's European football. And why are people why are people saying, listen, why not go for it? Why are people saying, oh, we're not ready for it? Why not have a crack at it? Why not? What, what's the point in saying, listen, we're not good enough for it? Listen, there's plenty of teams. I think Fulham got in the, in the UEFA Cup final 10 years ago. Were they, good, were they good enough for it? No. They nearly won it. There's plenty of teams who've, who've done that. So why not go for it? Well, well look, just to get back to tonight's game, um, it, it may have been symbolic, not only the fact that it was our last home game, it might have been the last game that we've seen a few of them players, one of which was potentially Ghana Gay. For me... I think he's one of them players who is irreplaceable. I'm struggling to find another player who, in our budget, we could afford to buy. Now, I think we've got to move heaven and earth. Whether we're going to be in Europa League, 
or whether we're going to try and step forwards next year and move on again, which is towards Champions League, or it's cementing a place in Europa League, not, not fighting for it in the last day, or it's winning trophies. We've got to keep going a guy at the club, in my opinion. To lose him, we'd need two players to replace him. We'd, we'd need two, because... Doesn't it impact on the system, though, to get two players to replace him? It's not the same system, is it? And that's what hurt us. We need two to replace him because he's he's got so much defensively, and and now he's developing into a sort of he pro, he progresses attacking. Since January, and Marco Silva this week has gone on record saying we'll work with, with, with just a guy, and we're, we're trying to develop him as a player. And we can see that as fans, can't we? We can see that he now drags us upfield five or five or ten yards. Very similar to what Ross Barkley did. Ross Barkley was a player who got the ball and dragged us forward. And Guy is doing that now. And I never thought Guy was that player. If we lose Guy, it's going to take two players. Is that is that a credit to Marco Silva for, for evolving the type of player that he is? Or is it just the fact that he stepped up to the mark? And I think it's both. I think, I think Guy has looked at it and thought, listen, PSG are in for me. They've seen me as some sort of player. Why not show them I'm more than that? And Marco Silva's looked at that as well and thought, listen... You're going nowhere until you show teams that you've got more than that. And January onwards, he's been a really good player for Everton going forward. And I, I didn't think he had that. On the podcast, I've said many times that I thought he was a number six. Now I'd say he's more of a number eight. Okay, well, fair enough. He was my man of the match tonight. Who was your man of the match? Um, Seamus Coleman. I think Seamus Coleman was a, a very... He was a captain tonight. He was just very disciplined defensively. Burnley got nothing out of them and Burnley are a team who want to get something out of a winger sorry a fullback sorry they want their wi- they want their wing they want their winger to beat the fullback cross in the box and Seamus Coleman give them nothing and he also gives plenty goal forward as well a captain's performance with Seamus Coleman I think Gaz has got something to say tonight Gaz do you, do you want to say anything Gaz now well listen Guy was my man of the match we got um, yours was Sorry, Coleman, sorry, yours was Coleman. Davis, Bernard, Pricey. I'd say Guy or, or Schneidlin. I thought that to midfield too controlled it. And I agree, Guy, the way he's playing at the moment, instead of side with passing and breaking up play, he's passing it forward, he's looking for them for the attack on ball. And Guy or Schneidlin for me. Listen, it's, it's important to me, for me tonight. Listen, we've we'll got Pricey and Davy who, who don't join the podcast and, and the, the big Evertonians. And I'd like to say to Pricey and Davy a question. Pricey first, deserving team now, the nucleus of it. How much more do we need to, 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 to progress on, do you think, towards where we want to go, top six, top four? In terms of money, I'm not sure. We're compete- it depends who we're competing with. We're not competing with your top sides, are we? We're competing with your probably, I know it's horrible to say, but people with your West Ham's army, your Newcastle's, they're, they're the type of players we're competing with. In terms of who we need, we need if we're losing Guy, as Judgey said, we probably need one or two to replace him. If we're keeping Guy, we need someone to replace Schneidlin. I don't. I think he had a good game today, but I don't think he should be playing. We need a centre half still for me. We need a striker. Calvert-Lewin's coming on. He's, you know, he, he, the improvement in him is, is really good. But we need a striker. We need a centre midfielder, and we probably need a winger as well for me. They're, they're the essential. And on top of that, we just need to add one or two. But if, if, if we want to have a good goal of it, we need them three players for me. Dave. On days, on days I say to have a silly question because that 11, I just finished Burnley off within 20 minutes and then we sat back and defended, closed out the win. But, but Fulham away, we watched that, that was a joke. 
Palace away, nil-nil. So we need um, we need consistency. I don't know if um, I don't know if a big squad's the answer to that. To be honest, I think maybe one or two players. I think if we, Palace away, a striker would have made the difference. Me and me and Mills we had an argument over would Lukaku have made a difference in a game like that? Possibly, but I think we I think we need the centre forward. Pull them away. I think that's I think that's what Marco Silva he needs to. Off day, yeah, but but there's been a lot of off days this yeah. season. There's been a lot of off days, so I don't know if it's I don't know if it's 100 personnel. I think it's more. I think it's more back, background stuff. I think it's more. I think it's more fitness. I think it's more aptitude. I think it's more consistency. I think it's maybe one or two extra players. But I don't think it's. I think the nucleus of the squad that we've got is good. I think we want to sign Zuma. We want to sign Gomez. And then we want to maybe sign a centre forward. I don't think we want to go mad. I don't think we want to sign five players like we did two seasons ago. Because that, that was. We all know the mess what that was. No, no, completely agree, Dave. I mean, the priority for me, as you just rightly pointed out, is to try and retain uh, Zuma and, and Gomez on permanent contracts and to get in a, a, a recognised goal scorer. Not only gives Calvert-Lewin something to feed off and, and, to, and to work towards, but also sends out a message you know, to the rest of the squad and goes, look, you create these chances, if you continue to create them, we've got someone there who's going to score them. And I think I think well, David Neres is a, is a winger slash forward who will who will definitely fit right in. But look, it's it's going to be an interesting summer. This is an instant match reaction. I'm sure we'll we'll chat a little bit more on Monday. But I just want to thank um, Dave Pricey massively for coming on tonight and, and add a little bit to the podcast. And I'm sure you'll hear a bit more of them next season. And we're going to get them in the studio hopefully. Pricey will uh, and Dave will. I'll, I'll grace, grace us with the presence. But thanks a lot, and we'll uh, hopefully see you on Monday.